Now, one sport I do love that is not one of the majors is tennis. I used to play some tennis, and um, probably a 4.0 in my heyday. My daughter Ava took it really serious. He actually trained with Rick Macy, who you guys saw in that great movie King Richard. He was a guy that trained, well, a bunch of them, Serena and Venus, and um, I believe he also trained Andy Roddick, uh, I want to say Sabatini, and uh, a bunch of names I'll make up right now that uh, he never trained, but that's fine. Uh, but Patrick McEnroe was a really true great tennis player, and his brother John. John was the better player, but Patrick is the better analyst and does great sports talk shows, whether it's ESPN or wherever. And he's a great friend and has been for many years, and he loved Bernie. And he is one of the long list of very famous and talented sports guys for IMIS, a list that included guys like Mike Francesa was on the show this week, Chris Russo, he's been on this week, Ian Eagle, Mike Breen, Warner Wolf, John Minko, Sid Rosenberg, Don Crickey, and a host of others. Here he is, my friend, the great Pat McEnroe. Pat, good morning, pal. How are you? Sydney, excuse me, I'm doing well. Um, you know, it's a lot of memories that go into uh, thinking about Bernie, and you just mentioned all the people that were there doing sports. I came, you know, shortly after Mike Breen, so that obviously was a tough act to follow. Uh, you were un- absolutely unbelievable in what you were able to do and sort of reignite your career. And uh, <clears throat> I missed, and more to the point, as I've heard you talk about over the last week with uh, the plethora of guests that you've had on, uh, in many ways, you know, I missed, ran the show on the air, but it was Bernie that sort of prompted him to go in certain directions over the years, you know, whether it was with Giuliani, whether it was bringing you back, uh, the faith that Bernie and obviously Imus then had in you to, to resurrect your career. Now look at you, you're flying higher than ever. And I commend you. you for what you've been able to do just, you know, in a very difficult time, because I know how close you were to Bernie I wasn't personally as close to him uh, off the air, just knowing him from the year and a half or so I spent doing the show. Uh, I wish I was, you know, closer to him because he was just an unbelievable person. Uh, we've heard that uh, expressed by so many people. Uh, you mentioned tennis, of course, which has been my life in the tennis world. And in fact, his wife, Carol, is a huge tennis fan. So I met yes. her a couple of times at the U.S. Open. No, yeah, well, well, not, not, only did you, not only did you meet her at the U.S. Open, mm. but according to Bernard, yep. you were very generous, and you would give them tickets to go to the U.S. Open, as you did for right. me, by the way. Yeah, you know, it's getting harder over the years so to get to get tickets. But anyway, uh, I, I'll tell you the one story that, that, that for me resonates, and I think it will a little bit. Lou will remember it well. Uh, when I quit on the air <laughs> yeah. you know, in, the, in, the, in the middle of the show. Classic. And I'll yeah. never forget, yeah, I was, in, I was in Burbank in the NBC studios because I was living in L.A. at the time, so I was getting up at, you know, 1.45 in the morning. And uh, what was happening was basically Imus was blowing off the sports half the time. So I'd be there all set, you know, with my material ready to go. <laughs> and for whatever reason, you know, he just decided to blow it off. Forget, you know, McEnroe's not here. Screw it. Right. So I would call Bernie off the air. And, and complain, you know, come, Bernie, I'm here. I can't get on. What's going on? And he's like, you know, I can't do anything about it. You know, I got to come here every day. I was working a couple of days a week, sharing it with the great Warner Wolf. So I was just happy to have a gig. Yeah. 
And so he's like, well, we're here all the time. You know, you can, you know, get, you know, tell Imus. So he was trying to rile me up, of course, because that's, what the sh- as you know, better than anyone. So I get in and I, and Imus starts to in- introduce me at one point. And as he often did, he's getting up to go to the bathroom, you know, what? while you do your sports. What? He's, Imus, I could see him starting to leave. So I said, I said, hold on, Imus. And I called him back in. He goes, what do you want? You know? So he start, I said, well, how come you don't want to do sports on the program? And he says, cause you suck. Oh, you know, so we, we had like an ongoing routine. So then, you know, it, it was sort of started as a gag, which we did often. And then I miss his wife got on the phone. Uh Oh, Lou, do you remember this? I, I, it's coming. It com- I, I definitely yeah. remember. Here comes Deirdre. So, when you so got Deirdre up. Deirdre comes. Yeah. So Deirdre comes, like calls in and just starts coming after me out of nowhere. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a second, this is a little bit too much. So, of course, uh, you know, probably with the mistake I made, of course, I went after her. Oh, boy. And, <laughs> oh, and, boy. And, and I miss, you know, I miss, of course, was sort of, you know, is he really pissed at me or is he? So I just literally, I said, I can't take it anymore. If you want to do sports, I'm not doing sports. I'm out of here. You left for good. You never came back. That was so, really it. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So I took on my earpiece. I took off my mic. I had like two guys in the Burbank studio who were getting paid overtime. They were loving this gig. Because it was like you know from two in the morning till six or whatever it was, and uh, I get in I get in my car, I grab my backpacks and I was, I always had this the, the station on in my car, and I and but before I turn on the station I call Bernie, and he's like he goes was that I goes I, I said tell, I said get Warner you know I was on like every Tuesday and Thursday I said get Warner for Thursday I'm done, <laughs> so I turn on the radio. And Imus, uh, they come, they come back on the, on sh- on the show, and Imus says, uh, "Was that for real? Is, you know, did he really quit?" <laughs> and, and Bernie says, "I think he, I think it was for real this time. I think he's done." <laughs> and then, of course, Imus, Imus wouldn't talk to me for like two years after that. Right, then we right. made up yeah. over the years. But you know, Bernie was always the guy. You know, he was behind the scenes. You know, yeah. prompting you to get into it. And uh, I just, it's just amazing. I remember when you and I were connecting over the last six to nine months and i didn't even realize that bernie was sick yeah and yeah. and you and you yeah. were like yeah. yeah it's you know it's it's, it's not good patrick yeah. and I no just, we used to talk uh, about you, know, you heard- too about uh, playing tennis because i remember yeah. once playing in a huge charity tennis match and it was me and christopher mad dog russo against right. you and joseph abood and bernie said yeah. well it's funny you say that because years before you did it I also played in that charity tennis match with Patrick McEnroe, and he said, believe it or not, another guy on the court that day was George Soros. Mm, Do you remember that? Oh, interesting. Deep state, maybe. The deep state. <laughs> yeah, deep state, deep state that's right. Um, let me tell you something, Sid. First of all, let me say, if you think you're a 4.0, you're smoking something. Many years ago when I was young. Many years ago. Okay, you and, and Mad Dog brought all his energy, and he's, we still, you know, he's a big tennis guy. Yeah. But, you know, Bernie was, <clears throat> I mean, not only did he beat the crap out of you in yes, your boxing did. match that you had. Thank you for that. But, you know, I always admired him because he was just always in such unbelievable shape. Yes, he was. You know, the yes. guy took care of himself so well. So, you know, when I heard this news, um, it was it was brutal. But you've yeah. done an unbelievable job paying tribute to him, and and we will all miss him obviously, and what he brought to the world and his family. We send I send my best to them. I know you have been doing that for the last couple of weeks. So, please uh, pass on my regards to his wife and his kids. I n- I never met his kids. I I met his wife as he said at the U.S. Open a couple of times. Incredible woman. And, uh, 
we'll miss him, but he left a lasting, lasting legacy uh, to many, many people and to all you guys' fans on your show, which has been an unbelievable success for you and, and Bernie, what you guys have built over the last couple of years. So my hat is tipped to you once again, Sidney. Oh, that's a beautiful, really a beautiful job here, Pat McEnroe. And, and I wish he was here to hear this because it really is beautiful. Before I do let you run from your business, we just saw Serena complete her career at the U.S. Open. But you wrote something about Griner. Now, last night, the Warriors started their NBA season against the Lakers. Right. And before the game, Steph Curry actually made a plea to help with Brittany Griner, who I believe is still stuck in a Russian prison, even to this day. You recently wrote something about that. What's going on with that story? Well, it's not looking good for Brittany Griner, and the reason I was on uh, Newsmax yesterday discussing it. Newsmax, that's right. Right. Yeah, I did a podcast as well, my podcast Holding Court, on that topic. Yesterday was her birthday, so I believe she turned 32. Uh, I was also, by the way, Christopher Mad Dog Russo's birthday yesterday. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. And also the great Martina Navratilova from wow. his birthday. That's quite a, a trilogy. Trifecta. Yeah. Yeah, trifecta. But anyway, Gr- Brittany Griner is um she's she's screwed, basically, because Putin's right. just using her as a chip. And since the war started with Russia and the Ukraine, uh, I believe it's become a bigger bargaining chip for her. And she was sentenced, as you probably know, to just under 10 years yeah. in prison for carrying some sort of marijuana, hashish, whatever she was taking, which she claimed was a mistake. And she also claimed she was using it for medicinal reasons, which is certainly possible. But uh, what a lack of, of judgment, poor judgment, I should say, for her to bring anything uh, at all into that country, particularly at that time. So that was that was obviously a monster mistake on her part. But the fact that she's now stuck in a Russian prison with, it appears, no, no really chance to get out. I mean, the Biden administration has attempted over the last couple of months, and it looked like they were making some inroads with uh, the Russian administration. But as the war has gotten, you know, dragged on and gotten worse and worse, you know, Putin's just doing everything he can to piss off the, the, the Western world, and particularly the U.S. government. So uh, what Steph Curry was trying to do, in addition to Brittany Griner's wife, who went on a couple of shows in the last week, is continue to bring attention to this with the hope that maybe that will help push things along to negotiate right. some sort of release. Unfortunately, the experts I've talked to sort of more in the political world are like, this doesn't look good that this is going to happen because the talks have stalled mm-hmm. and it's, it's pretty apparent that Putin's going to use her in whatever way he can over the course of the uh, however long this war goes on for, which at this point seems it's going to be a while. Well, just another example where if Trump was president, she'd be home playing for the Phoenix Mercury this <laughs> year. You <laughs> can bet that, you can bet your life on you can. To me on, on, on Newsmax yeah, yesterday, he's right. I, I, I uh, yeah, no, he's not right. No, of course he is. Right how all the the ball, the, the ball brothers all got home from China? Of course he's right. Nobody's afraid. Nobody cares about Joe Biden. He's about as, as intimidating as an eighty-year-old playing shuffleboard in, in Delray Beach right now. What are <laughs> you talking about? You. Of course he's you, right. You are out of your mind. And by the way, You're I don't, I don't, I, I don't it's like. So I, it's so easy to say. That's why I did. No, it's like true. He did it. He did it with the ball brothers. He did it. Trump were in president. You know, Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan would be home. Pat, really? He did it. And also, if you were president then there would be no war right hold Russia, on hold on hold on hold on hold on give me a break pat pat he was president for four years there was no war that's a fact also we got the ball brothers out of china i've given you two examples when trump that's was in china. power okay Who that's cares? A, that's a china okay 
So th- but there are other uh, uh, prisoners that came out while Biden was president. He negotiated the, the, Pat, other Pat, deals that got do, other do, prisoners do, out. But do you think so Putin? Do, it, it, do you think so Putin, now you come up with one example and you say, oh, if Trump were president now, for sure, Brittany Griner would be back. Correct. They never would have gone to correct, war. Correct. Give me a break. Putin, do you think, Pat, you're a smart guy. Do you think Putin didn't want to go into a war with Ukraine all four years while Trump was in power? But he wouldn't do it. Because Biden's a so pussy. He waited, he waited just until Trump left. <laughs> yes. And he said, now I can yes. go in. Right. Well, didn't he? Oh, wait, wait, did, did he or did he not? As I, give as, me as the timeline. Give me the timeline. What you're smoking. Give me the timeline. What you're smoking. Pat, and Pat, I, and Pat, I need to participate. Pat, 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 Pat. I love you, you to pieces. Me? I love you to pieces. No, I don't a don't love you anymore. I don't like you anymore. All right. Thank you. I don't like you anymore. Now hang up and quit like you did with Nimus. Goodbye. He's out. That's it. I love Pat. Thank you. Is he serious? You just, I mean, you just like he, he was in power for four years, and there was no war. That's a fact. It's not like, oh, if Trump was president, and it's a hypothetical, he was president for four years, there was no war, and as soon as Trump leaves office, there is a war. And you think that's coincidence, Pat? You're not that stupid. Maybe you are.